Welcome to another episode of the No Time for Time Travel Podcast. My name is Tony. Joining me all the way from France is Kwok. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, so we're a podcast where we talk about uh, different uh, nerdy topics. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about uh, fitness games, like how fitness and video games are tied together. And maybe about, like, you know, where the future holds uh, in terms of, like, integrating uh, exercise into, to, into video games. So before we get into that, uh, you know, how you've been doing, I, I do want to ask you this specifically because I heard that now there's a spike of coronavirus cases in France. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the past few weeks, I guess, it's like, or I guess the past one or two months, it's been slowly inc- uh, um, increasing. It's just like very minimal, like how it was in the beginning of this, the pandemic. Uh, but then now it's becoming, uh, I guess, not really critical, but it's becoming uh, pretty bad again. Um, and so uh, we, I, I, there's like a, a warning or oh, no, an announcement by the government saying how um, certain cities, such uh, as the main cities like Paris, uh, Lyon, uh, Nice, and other um, cities in France are uh, really populated. Um, they have to go through a, um, I guess, like a, a stop or a, a more interest, uh, and regulated, uh, I guess, policy. Um, so it's back to going, it's not uh, being in quarantine completely. It's just more of like uh, certain stores have to be shut down at certain hours, like open bar, uh, like bars and stuff have to be closed. Gyms are now closed again, or supposedly. Uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of other stuff as well, depending on where you live. Uh, apparently, the South has been like really infected or, like, in a more critical stage than Paris. So uh, their regulations are more strict. Um, but so far, I've been doing pretty well. I think it's more like I've, I've been like, already really cautious, even though like people around me were were like acting like it's not like it's already over. Um, so I've been okay. It's just more of now. Uh, I had to be extra careful because as much as I like to uh, go to like the gym or something, that uh, I really can't just uh, just because now it's officially bad. Yeah. But yeah. So that nah, it is what it is. I mean, everybody's still suffering everywhere else. It's not like over. And I didn't expect it to be over soon. Like I, I was, uh, I was surprised that um, it lowered pretty fast, but with how people reacted uh, like how it was already over i kind of figured it's gonna hit this stage again soon so yeah it's it's kind of like that over here too where like things are slowly opening up um our numbers in california are lower now but because we're opening up i'm kind of like you know afraid that it's gonna spike again um but we'll see <clears throat> yeah because because i want to say the second wave is coming but i don't think you guys are over the first wave yeah it's like what <laughs> second wave this is still like the first like bump of the first wave like what the heck yeah, yeah exactly yeah um but yeah like uh, uh i i guess like you know, we're, we're just like moving forward, like slowly. And um, we'll see how it goes. The nice thing, though, for pharmacy is that, you know, for those of the listeners who don't know, I'm a pharmacist, but you know, in our state, our governor actually signed a bill so that pharmacists can administer uh, independently the COVID-19 vaccine when it is available. So that really? is, yeah, that is pretty 
crazy. That's a huge step forward in, you know, like pharmacy um, scope practice. But then at the same time, (laughs) it's kind of like, well, nobody really wants to do vaccines. So I guess pharmacists are just doing it because nobody else wants to, you know, so it's like, is it, you know, looking at the bright side or looking at the, you know, half glass empty side, you know, so but you know, it is what it is. There's still extended scope of practice for pharmacists. So that's kind of cool. Um, then there's the discussion point, which we, we won't get into, but you know, uh, <laughs> the thing about like a rush vaccine, you know, so. Right, right, yeah. right. But yeah, but yeah, so, um, so good to hear that, you know, it's not like super crazy bad. It's because uh, the way that the news was portraying it is that um, France is on crazy lockdown again. Um, and it sounded <laughs> like it's actually getting a lot worse. So yeah. that's why I wanted to ask you specifically since you, you live there. I think uh, situationally it's a lot worse than when it started uh, just because like we uh, we took precautions really early so we didn't really feel that except from like the, uh, the lockdown or whatever uh, but now it's more like we went backwards so we never experienced uh, how it could have gone it was in Italy uh, because we saw like oh yeah let's, let's, let's see. we saw what happened over there let's uh, take precaution and do uh, our best and be quarantined for a while beforehand. And then that kind of like brings us to the first phase. And then once we thought it was over, then people started acting like it was nothing again and not caring. So now it's like, okay, well, this is, you have to do the same thing again because we're going to be like Italy. Yeah, it is kind of scary. So, um, so yeah. yeah. Let's let's not talk about scary stuff and now let's just go to the t- <laughs> just go yep. to the topic. So the topic today is going to be about fitness and video games. So I guess we can talk about some of the existing games that uh, promote healthy uh, healthy lifestyle. Like it may not be a game that's specifically fitness, but it gets you moving. So I guess like what are some uh, what are some games that you you kind of remember in that in that sense? Oh yeah, I think for me it's definitely just dance. It's a very big and fun one for me. Yeah, and also like I wanted to talk about this because you know we are in lockdown, so it's kind of like how do we get fitness going while we just like also play our games, right? So, um, so yeah, Just Dance is a uh, it is actually on sale right now on the PlayStation mm-hmm. Four and the Wii and the Xbox One um, on Amazon. So Just Dance twenty twenty, I think is like what uh, thirty two dollars US uh, US dollars. So oh, that's, really? yeah, that's pretty good because it's normally like about fifty dollars here. Oh geez, okay. So yeah, um, I guess for that game, like, uh, what what did you like about that game? Well, me because I just enjoy dancing. It's like okay, well, now I just follow along and I just act stupid, and, and it's it's fun because now I could, I could get my uh, I get our friends to join along with it. That's so true. It's yeah. More, yeah, it's more like. Uh, I guess it's like a fake line dancing sort of thing. And then it's like not real choreography. And then everybody's like messing up anyways. So it's like we're having fun together. It's like all being ridiculous together. Actually, the choreography is there, but it's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like super complex, like hip hop thing. It's just more of like, well, shake your hands up and down, wave it like this. And that's it. <laughs> and I actually think it's uh, the characters in Just Dance that just look funny. Like the way they, they're so bright and like neon lights and neon clothes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, I think like depending on the song too, some of them dress up as like, uh, you know, those like uh, animal mascots or uh, Disney characters at Disneyland. Like the big... Uh, oh, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, did, did you have any favorite, Tony? Um, I mean, like, there's a lot of games that I like to play that are fitness-based. I don't get to play them a lot because I don't have a lot of time. But, like, there mm-hmm. was one game I bought on the on the Nintendo Switch, which I need to update. It's called Fitness Boxing. And um, mm-hmm. basically, it is boxing. Like, you're holding the controllers, and then mm-hmm. the things come up kind of like uh, kind of like DDR where you punch, but you punch mm-hmm. through the rhythm, and then you, it detects, like, if you're doing an uppercut or a jab and things like that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And on the similar vein, there's a game in um, VR on the Quest, which it started off as Box VR. They just recently changed it to something else, but it's the same thing, but now it's in VR. So, it, it again, it detects your punches and kicks but this time because it's vr it comes at you mm-hmm. kind of like beat saber oh wow That's so cool. yeah so the the things come at you and you have to punch them in the arrow that it's telling you and then there's also obstacles that come at you that you have to physically dodge too oh yeah, so th- that's that's a pretty fun game, and it yeah, really cool. it really works up a sweat too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like you just mentioned it now, like DDR is is still a thing, right? So if people yeah. uh, like rhythm games, I mean, even like for um, for VR, just like uh, I guess Beat Saber, because uh, people will sweat yeah how intense they want to go beat saber is pretty intense so beat saber um when you play the games on the expert or expert plus mode it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's like oh my gosh i almost get afraid of like these causing me seizures because like how many like bright lights (laughs) are going at me you know oh geez um yeah so uh there's also another game uh kind of like in a similar vein in vr it's called uh i think it was o shape or shape o or something so do you know those japanese games where that big platform comes at you there's a cardboard or there's a cutout of like a human pose and you're supposed to pose as a human to like pass through it like oh yeah 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 so um that game o shape is actually that game in vr (laughs) oh it makes sense shape yeah okay yeah so that game is it's cool because then it's like oh i can kind of experience what we see in the japanese game shows now but you know in vr in like real life real life yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but yeah so that one's kind of cool um it's not yeah let me me look it up i think it's like oh and then shape right maybe is it o shape i I don't remember oh shape is it o shape Am I forgetting the wrong name now? Let me see. O H S H A P E. Yeah, it is O shape. Yeah, O H S H A P E. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's a game. Uh, any other like uh fitness style games? I mean, uh, is is We Fit right? That one is essentially a fitness game. <laughs> I mean, it's called We Fit, right? <laughs> yeah, it's in the name. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think um, I haven't have played it myself, so I don't know how, how it is, but oh, okay. so maybe you can tell you about it. Well, Wii Fit is the balance board, and then there's also Ring Fit, which is um, that resistance ring. That is oh, on right, the, yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty cool, too, because then you use the resistance ring, like, to, um, there's, there's, like, mini games in there, where, mm-hmm. like, let's say you're trying to... To, to shoot stuff right you hold mm-hmm. like your character holds like this gun but to shoot it you have to squeeze the gun to shoot so you're essentially using that resistance ring to squeeze it every time you squeeze it you shoot so mm. um, you're actually practicing like kind of like a workout right um there's also this other game where like you you hold the ring up above your head and on the game you're like pretty much parachuting downwards and collecting stuff so you're holding the parachute above your head and navigating by moving it around so 
it's kind of like you're parachuting down, navigating yourself to like go through like uh, hoops and collect coins and things like that. So, uh, okay. There's a lot of, Is that the, that's what you have right now, right? Tony? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have that. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, you kind of forget that you're working out, which is like the best thing because nobody likes the feeling of working out. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's very true. Um, what else is there? There's a, so what I'm trying to remember what other game I have that is a really heavily fitness based. Do you, do you have anything else or you remember anything else? Ooh, uh, fitness based. No, I think most of it that I remember are rhythm games such and, and dance games. Uh, like, uh, I, I, no, I think the Wii, um, the Wii itself has a lot of, um, fitness stuff like was it mario tennis oh yeah yeah and then the boxing games too actually the boxing games have come back uh on nintendo switch remember the game mm-hmm. arms oh yeah 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 so that game was cool because then you you have a character in which like you know uh, it's a one-on-one fighting game and each each arm is like an extended arm so when you play you're like punching a lot so <laughs> so that's cool like a strategic kind of like battle but but to bring that point back, uh, on Oculus Quest, there are a few boxing games, like fighting boxing games that are pretty cool. Like um, oh. there's Rocky, which I played, and oh my gosh, man, that game is intense. Like you, you actually have to like basically feel like you're you're in a uh, a real boxing match, like dodging attacks and um, uppercutting and waiting for the right moment, and you know just trying to predict their movements. It's really cool. Well, wow, it's it's that intense. Yeah, it is intense, and the rounds are pretty long too. Oh wow! Okay. So you you really feel like the uh, I mean you could always set the, your settings to lower the the, um, the rounds, but you really kind of feel what it's like to be like uh, worked up and then go through the whole like process and get tired near like the later rounds and you know all of that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I think like. I think just the Wii in general, it has, um, well, most of the game itself is like really, uh, really tiring or like really, uh, we got it, uh, it really works you out uh, just because it's how it's designed. It's yeah, not yeah. meant to be like, it's holding like a, a controller. It's not as casual as the uh, other consoles. Yeah. And then the Nintendo Switch actually kept those motion controls in for the controllers. So they're able mm-hmm. to like still do that with, uh, with their games too. But they also have those additional things like the, um, the ring fit and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, how is it called? Oh, there's actually Mario Tennis on Nintendo Switch. I didn't know that. So you could actually play that game um, as a fitness one, too. And there's also a Zumba game on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> what? Yeah, so you could do Zumba. Let me see. Zumba is a uh, dance exercise game. So it looks like it's the same as uh, Just Dance, but it's Zumba. Yeah, that's what I gotta say. Is it is it like different from just dance? It sounds exactly the same. It sounds exactly the same, but just with Zumba moves. Because you could still play up to four players, and it's still like uh, um, famous songs, but it's like Latin songs, as you know, with Zumba. And then it's yep. focused on Zumba classes. So it's just dance Zumba edition, I guess. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Oh man, that's that's pretty funny though. What the? Sorry, I just saw this. American Ninja Warrior. What the heck? Wait, I wanna see. On, on Switch? On Nintendo Switch, yeah. Well, well, on Ninja Warrior, I mean, on the Switch, I can more or less see it. Maybe it's like on the Wii. I'm just trying to imagine it, how you act it out. <laughs> well, don't you have to act it out too? Because the, the motion controller, right? Wait, is it a motion controller only? Or is it just like 
I imagine it as a handheld thing, so that's why. Uh, I don't see, think it would be handheld. I, I think okay. because the controllers for the Switch are also same motion type as the uh, as the Wii. Oh. Hmm. It says you won't work out a lot in this game. Um, but you're but you you would still pick it up if you're a fan of American Ninja Warrior. That's really interesting, huh? That's pretty funny. I might look into that just to see like. I'm I'm not gonna get it, but I want to look at how the gameplay is. Yeah, 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 it's pretty funny. I wonder if people are still using the uh, Microsoft Connect. It got discontinued, so. Oh, did it? I didn't know that. Yeah, a while ago. Uh, no I know, like, it. oh, that's a shame. Because I know, like, people were using uh, the the movie industry for like motion capture stuff, like the the budget version of motion capture. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they discontinued it back in 2018. Oh, okay, man, I'm out of out of the loop and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, right? Like, if you don't have a Microsoft system, like a Xbox, then you kind of don't really know or hear about it. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. It was, I remember when they announced it, it was a big blow to the community because a lot of people were using it as a, as a hack. Like, they were able to use the infrared system for, like, what you said, like, motion capture and a bunch mm-hmm. of other really cool, neat things that were kind of part of the homebrew community. Yeah, no, exactly. And it just became of like uh, a good overall technology. <laughs> it's it's and it just became it just evolved from being specifically for games. Yeah. So um I was gonna I wanted to talk about like the future and where we can see in the future, but in the near future, I did see this uh, game in beta mode and it's pretty much like a, a virtual world on the quest that you basically sync some kind of pedometer to and then you hook it up to your like stationary bike so you would be biking but you're biking through this world and the speed goes with how fast you're biking i saw someone actually you know demo it on the the oculus community so that was pretty cool oh that's pretty interesting yeah i i'm imagining that you know you know the old game um the jurassic park arcade game where you sat on the on the jeep and then you had a gun and then you're going through levels shooting at then dinosaurs and stuff oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. dude like i imagine like uh, a vr game like that on a stationary bike and then you control yourself like speeding away from these dinosaurs while shooting at them while biking like that would be like the ultimate exercise like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah increase your heart rate yeah. and your stress level <laughs> <laughs> But can you imagine, like, uh, for the games? I guess like this is for future, right? For what, what do you imagine for for future uh, fitness games to be like? I mean, I, I guess more of like the integration with uh, the virtual wor- world more, so it doesn't right. feel as jarring as you know uh, when you're playing a game, you know it's a game. But if you're in like a virtual world, you're like more immersed in it, so yeah. you don't even notice that you're you're. Um, you're working out kind of like you living in france right because walking around is just part of your life you oh, don't true, realize yeah, yeah. yeah you don't realize that you're being healthy by walking around a lot because that's just that's your natural thing that you do right right i think i mean i think you're right in that sense because like um there's there's always you know, there's been news about the we call it the vr treadmill right and now it's just oh, yeah. so expensive and it's not accessible for everybody so i think once that become like more accessible it'll be like the 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 thing you mentioned like people who plays like let's say a lot of specific shooters they run around and it's still fun it's like paintball he'll be super tired but Dude, yeah it's, it's, yeah because like there's a there's a bunch of those games right now in the shooter type there's one game mm-hmm. in particular i can't remember the name but i have it 
um, where it is basically VR Counter-Strike. The only thing that's weird is just the motion where you, it's combined motion. So you could still move around physically, but then you use the controller to move around in larger distances because, you know, you have a limited game space. So, right. but if you had that treadmill and then it, uh, it tracks your feet movement, that would be so cool. This game, like, it's basically Counter-Strike, but think about it in a way where it is uh, more realistic, where you are actually physically ducking and hiding behind walls, and then when you reload your gun, you're actually taking out the cartridge and pulling a new one from your belt and putting it in, and then, you know, pulling back on the gun. So it's, it's like, super realistic. The only thing really left is, like, uh, the movement aspect. Yeah, Uh, I guess, like, the... The thing that's like hindering VR, right? It's just like the movement is really, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not intuitive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's limited. It's limited, oh, yeah. but yeah, it's not intuitive for us, but because of how limited it is. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's where, um, di- I forgot. Did you play the game uh, T for God? No, I didn't. Okay. Because um, that might have been after you left back to, uh, back to Europe. Uh, but before when I had when I still played the Oculus Quest a lot there was this game that was not on the official store but it was kind of like a a homebrew and the the game was called Tea for God and basically it generated um, levels based on your limited uh, playing field so you would set your play space but then within the game itself it would render the level in a way where it makes it feel like you're in a really large world but then Mm -hmm. your actual game space is the same, but you move around and the way they render it makes you feel like you're in a much larger space than it is. It makes it feel infinite because there's more corridors, there are more like elevators, there's more um, platforms that move you from uh, one, one platform to another. So it just really felt like a seamless giant world. So you still walk around in your defined game space, but you don't feel mm-hmm. that way. So you're constantly walking around. So you're walking around infinitely. That's, that's like, uh, was it, they, they called it non-Euclidean geometry or something basically geometry in the world that is not um not possible in real life you know okay yeah so that that's really cool yeah yeah so i I kind of see that in the future too like more of games uh using that as the concept yeah no i I think the the quest is uh, the right direction in terms of like um user experience um and we're integrating more more of the other things, I, I feel like it's like what you said, it will, it will make it feel, I mean, it's, it's more like, like a, what you call it, ready player one, right? Where you feel like you're a little bit more immersed and you feel a little bit more active, but ready player one is not that active, but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, and about that, um, Quest 2 is going to be coming out and it's already on pre-order. Um, I don't know by the time this episode releases if uh, the quest is available yet. I actually don't know when this episode releases, so <laughs> we'll see about that. But um, the, there is one limitation, is that the Quest 2 requires you to have a Facebook account and requires you to sign into your Facebook account. So <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, I'm not really keen on that idea, but... I guess like I, I guess like the question is like uh, based for, on what you saw about the quest too, was it anything that's uh, I guess game changing or was it just like a yearly release? 
so so we kind of talked about this if uh lamb last time but i I guess i'll repeat it again the uh quest 2 has a lower or same battery life so that's kind of disappointing the uh the strap on the quest 2 looks like it's cheaper so that's disappointing the uh the system itself is uh cheaper to get into because it's made of plastic so that's also disappointing um (laughs) so (laughs) there's a few things disappointing but the, the cool thing i would say is that now they have partnership with AAA companies, like AAA game companies. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot more AAA style games on there and franchises, which they yeah. didn't have with the first Quest. So mm-hmm. that's going to try to bring in more mainstream. And then what uh, Facebook also said was that Oculus is going to be focusing on Quest 2 and that's it. They're getting rid of all their other Quest VR systems. They're sunsetting all oh. of them. The only focus will be Quest 2. So at least that's like their main focus. So we know all their resources are dedicated to that. So hopefully okay. they can do some, you know, better things with it. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to see how that goes then. Uh, but and no, I, I think it's, that was good. I think another uh, thing that we got that that's a potential is like uh, uh, the, was it like phones? being like the motion sensor sort of thing. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And kind of like, kind of like how, um, uh, what do you call it? It's pretty much just dance, but for the mobile slash uh, PC version, um, I've got the official name of it, but essentially you download app and you just go onto the website, you enter uh, you enter into the room, the code number, kind of like uh, uh, you don't know Jack sort of thing. Um, and you just enter and you just use your... A phone to, and hold it like the Wii remote, and you start da- uh, moving around, like dancing, I guess. Uh, and for those games, uh, for games that it still works, it, it makes it more accessible if you don't have a console as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because then you have the your your phone could basically be the uh, the uh, gaming system. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah. Um, let me see. What else was I gonna say? The uh, the the fitness style of the games for the Quest 2, I would imagine like they would pr- probably try to use the surroundings a little bit more. I'm hoping they do. Like there's a lot of like cool Quest 2 games, not Quest 2, just in general, like Quest VR games that do really take advantage of uh, movement and just going around doing things. Um, so earlier you talked about kind of Ready, Ready Player One. One of the things mm-hmm. in uh, that Facebook has been doing is trying to create that world in the Facebook environment. So I, I forgot the name. I think it's Facebook Communities or something like that. But basically it's Facebook social media in a VR world, which is pretty much Ready Player One. So, oh. <laughs> so they're, they're forcing people to use their Facebook account so that they can be in that world. I mean, it's a nice way to force people into a Ready Player One world, but it's not nice in that it's not really anonymous anymore, right? It's like, this yeah. is your real name and everything. Yeah, unless people start creating another Facebook account that's an alternative uh, hidden person thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you could use your quest and all, but then your quest is tied to that account forever. Unless yeah. you like reset your your um your quest. Yeah. So it's it's not that appealing for me at least. Yeah. So let me see. Uh what else is there? All right. So you know like how we were talking about fitness and games. Um mm-hmm. one of the things I don't know if you know, but in healthcare there is something called gamification. So what mm-hmm. that means is that uh actually you know Fitocracy app? Remember that app? Yeah, 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 I remember it, yeah. So that is a form of gamification where you're taking workouts and you're turning it into achievements and unlocks and, you know, things like that. 
So right. gamifying things to make it seem like there's more fun and goals into it. So mm-hmm. that's a big thing in healthcare. And I, I do talk about this a lot in my um, my other like uh, pharmacy technology podcast. But, you know, like where, where do you, like from you, like your standpoint as a consumer, as a gamer, and uh, just as a person that does animation in video games, just being in that industry, mm-hmm. where do you kind of see that? Do you, do you have any insight or, you know, maybe um, hear from friends in the industry about that? <sighs> Well, in terms of uh, friends, I, I don't think there's quite a lot of it at least in like uh, the industry. Um, I know like people have been doing that, but it's more of like websites and stuff. Kind of like let's say, uh, uh, I'll give you for example, like let's say Steam or Epic Store or or just any other game in general, right? When you do something and they have like oh achievement unlocked sort of thing, yeah, yeah. and like Steam they have a lot of, uh, a lot of that, and you get like this patches and that sort of thing. Um, and same with like a lot of uh, websites for either uh, at least like for like the uh, some of the artists uh, sites that my friends use for portfolio. It's kind of like oh yeah, you have uh, replied to this, or you have been an active user and replied blah blah blah. You get this achievement or this badge or like you have uh, given good reviews or something like that or been super active. Um, I kind of don't personally. I I think it's a very short term sort of thing. Um, it's the when I was using the uh, the app for fitness as well. It was fun for like maybe a week, but then it wasn't enough to be motivated. So it's kind of like you yeah, have for for me. I feel fine. It's a, a balance. If whatever the content is should be as fun to keep you going, and uh, um, I guess like the the. Uh, just give give buying it a little bit more is uh kind of just like a little to tug you along uh, but it shouldn't be the driving force of what you want to do or like the the main reason you're doing whatever you're doing i see um, so, so it's more like um like an adjunct to what you're doing not like the primary um focus right yeah yeah exactly and i think it's it's a potential but it's uh, I think it will, it will definitely depend on the type of people um, you are trying to, the type of crowd that you're trying to reach uh, with that um, with that method. Uh, it's it's really good for I guess like the initial uh, initial burst of just like hey try this out and it might be fun in the beginning. So it might you might be uh, you might use it to get the person uh, just to try it out uh, because it's fun, but. It should definitely your 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 or the overall content should be really fun uh, in general uh, to keep it going because otherwise I feel like it won't last that long. It's kind of like uh, it's then for me it's like it doesn't apply to me because I have a really short attention span and if I do something and it's not as fun or if like if I am doing it just uh by myself and it's like oh yeah i love it up and then it's like well i don't want to do 50 more push-ups to level up again it's kind of it's kind of stupid i don't know what why i'm doing this for at this point i'm just doing it for myself but i don't find like my uh my personal logic kind of um uh, counteract with it it's just like uh i don't know why i should do this for this badge yeah 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 Yeah, i mean that makes sense because you know fitbit right the the way that fitbit kind of keeps it um going is that making it a community focus so Mm -hmm. your friends can challenge you and things like that but you do bring up a good point um 
you know, all these technologies for fitness and gamification gets you started. But then how do we even like maintain that? How do we keep things interesting so people can actually stay on and then continue, right? Right. Yeah. And I, I think the, the best thing uh, from what I know um, or what I heard of me uh, is that stuff like uh, you mentioned with, um, what is it? Uh, I, I forgot the name already, Joey. The ring bit? The ring Oh, right? Ring Fit. Ring Fit. Yeah, yeah Ring Fit. Yeah, it, it does a good job of like camouflaging the fitness aspect of it and making it feel like a game. So it feels like you're exercising or more like, I guess if, if for me, it's like a, in general, if, if I were to do sports, uh, like playing basketball or football, or whatever, it's tiring. But if I enjoy the, uh, the activity itself, I don't think of it as, um, as exercising. Because it's a game, which is more physical, uh, mm-hmm. more as like if you were to play the, what you call it, play dance, you want to carry on. And it's uh, it's fun because you're just thinking, oh, it's just dancing along. It's not really exercising. Uh, yeah. So it has to be like, uh, if it becomes into that sense of like masking, of uh, gamifying it, I think it will do really well uh, for the future. Uh, but if you were to making make something like really repetitive and really boring, and then just at, throwing on like uh, an achievement list, it kind of just kills the. It, it won't last very long. So it's not like I'm gonna give you a badge for doing 50 push-up, Tony. Once you do another 50, I'll give you another badge. And if you do 100, I'll give you another badge. It's, it's like, well, that's the same reason I don't go to the gym. It's like I don't, well, I don't enjoy going uh, to the regular gym just because of how repetitive things are. And don't get me wrong, it, it's fine for uh, most people. It's just for uh, my sort of mentality doesn't really work uh, the same way. Yeah, actually, it's you brought up a good point, and that reminds me of like how my um my workplace uh co- contracts with uh, this thing called integrative health. So basically, mm-hmm. you do uh, your blood levels, and you you check your blood levels for health, right? And then like mm-hmm. as uh, as you uh, get better in your levels because you're healthy and you know work out at the gym, and if your numbers improve, then you actually get some discount or some money back on on different things. So there's actually an incentive for you to to do these things, to, to be more healthy and things like that. Um, but mm-hmm. having said that, the discounts are so minor that it doesn't really give me major incentive to do it. You know, it's yeah. more of an incentive for me to be healthy, but it's still not enough for me to, to do it to what they want, um, which is actually, you know, what they want is for us to be healthy. So it's, it's kind of like, what is that level of incentive that will work for people, right? Right. Yeah, I, I feel like the incentive is more of like uh, just the, to hook them in. Uh, and it's just like, hey, come over here, check this out. And the to, to, the better incentive would be um, just masking it and making it sure that's fun so that people don't think that's work. Yeah, and just keeping things going too because, you know, mm-hmm. some companies like, like Just Dance, they release songs um, over time, but is that really enough incentive for people actually to come back and play? Um, mm-hmm. it, it varies. That's the bigger challenge is that it varies per person. So it's like, you know, how do you get these people to do it? Um, and then I was going to tell you something else. There's something called remote patient monitoring and um, external sensors and body area networks, which are devices mm-hmm. that connect to a network. Body area network is basically 
like your local area network, but literally on your body. So there will be <laughs> devices hooked up onto you that go to like a central computer system. Um, and one oh. of the, yeah, one of the future gaming ideas, uh, or I guess not ideas because they actually do this uh, in some areas now, is that these gaming systems or, or games would use this body area network to track everything, like not just your uh, your steps, but not not just you know your your uh, amount of time you're doing the workout, but also your your uh, heart rate, your temperature, your you know all these other metabolic things to like give you a full like comprehensive look at your health while you're playing but then now you get into the challenge of like what do these numbers mean how are they going to get interested into it and then this is super yeah. expensive so to get all the sensors yeah. and everything yeah I, from from what you told uh, what you told me initially my first thought was like um those athletes that you see on commercials yeah. like those gatorade commercials hooked up to a whole bunch of these wires as they run in a treadmill <laughs> Yeah. And then with the doctor's exam, he's like, oh, it's, that's going to be me now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But without the wires, because they're all going to be Bluetooth and then wireless. So. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But that also goes into like, oh, I got to charge all my stuff now. That's so, true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we, we live in like an, an age where technology is, is so abundant. Or it's like so saturated that we're pretty used to charging everything now. Yeah, I still like to avoid it. I hate charging. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm completely with you there. But I'm just saying is we're in a society where we bring the charges everywhere. And with the introduction of Pokemon Go, uh, that was kind of, that kind of introduced like the the battery storage. Not introduced, oh, but yeah. made it more popular. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Totally forgot to talk about Pokemon Go. Like, yeah, that was like oh, the yeah. ultimate. <laughs> that's the ultimate yeah, fitness yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I think that that's that ties into like what we were talking about just now. It's just like we mask it with fun, right? It's essentially walking. And it's like what you said before, how like over here in Europe, I walk around a lot uh, because it's, I have to and it becomes a normal day thing. And over there, uh, it's not as common, but like it's at the same time, people who don't enjoy walking, they don't see us uh, walking. They think of like, oh, I, I just need to get to uh, this thing to get this. And the game is more fun uh, in that sense. It's like the work is very minimal, uh, but you still get a lot out of it. And it's still somewhat of an exercise. And it's actually pretty funny because then over here is like, oh, we don't do anything in moderation. It's just extreme. So, when, <laughs> yeah. So when Pokemon Go came out, then you hear all these stories about people like running across like ditches or falling into pools because they're trying to catch Pokemon. Like, what the heck, man? No, I'm pretty sure it's the global thing. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, that was that was ridiculous. It's like this is how like the the um the collective intelligence has evolved over time <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah it's pretty funny actually <laughs> uh, yeah you guys want us to get healthy okay we'll get healthy but we're gonna probably injure ourselves <laughs> but yeah <Or> price. <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah that was a uh, that was cool talking about like you know fitness and video games and technology which is like really technology and healthcare is like my thing uh, as you already know, because that's my job. So, um, but yeah, uh, let's uh, let's move on to game time, which I'm just gonna do something a little bit different today. So sure. the the game time, I wanted to just go like a, a quick like um, answer or the question answer thing, um, mm -hmm. and it's based off of like uh, you remember the. Um, I told you I bought these cards, right? These deck of cards where they're just like different topics and questions that are used for podcasting. 
Did I tell you this? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw you mention briefly about it, but I don't think I was on the episode where you used it. Oh, okay. So I got the. It's called Poddex, and it's from uh, it's from Poddex.com. So another mm-hmm. podcaster uh, put these out. So I thought, like, okay, cool. Uh, I will just you know support him and and then uh, you know check out these uh, cards and then see what we can do. So I was yeah. figuring I'm going to choose five random cards, which are questions. And then we mm-hmm. can just like quickly answer what our thoughts are. Um, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So first one is, what is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? Oh, oh God. I can't remember people's <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. That's a tough one, actually. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, after like the quarantine, I kind of forgot like what it looks like. <laughs> this is like the worst <laughs> question right now because nobody goes to other people's homes. <laughs> yeah. Uh... uh... I, I guess not the weirdest thing, but I would say the coolest thing was uh, I saw a um, in the kitchen, there's a door on the floor and then you open the door and you go down the stairs and it's like a wine cellar. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I, I think I remember now. Okay. So the weirdest thing was like uh, my um, my colleague's very flat when he moved over to Sweden. Um, he got like a really big and nice apartment like those... Uh, those suites, like those uh, premium suites sort of thing, presidential suites, mm-hmm. where we were just exploring this new home and we went to the bathroom and there was like those, uh, the wine racks yeah. in the in the bathroom. <laughs> because it's like the coolest, like the, was it the, the right temperature to store it, right? I have no idea. <laughs> At first we were like, is this? It's like, is this for, for wine? <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> Yeah, I think sometimes yeah. they do that because the temperature in the bathrooms of some places are the optimal temperature to store mm-hmm. one. But then isn't it weird if they shower in hot yeah. water? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? So, for me, that. I guess that, that's the weirdest thing-ish. Um, let me see. How would you even search for this? Uh, should you store wine in the bathroom? <laughs> now that's... people will start like storing their wine in their uh, bathroom if they don't have cellars or basements it's funny because then someone uh there there's like a thing that says seven worst wine storage mistakes and then they, they also mention in here your boiler room laundry room and we don't even know why you do this but your bathroom <laughs> so <laughs> there's your answer there <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> All right. So next next question. Uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Uh, 92. 92. Interesting. I would just say one because a chicken can just peck an elephant's leg and cause an infection that will spread into the whole entire elephant and cause him to die. So, <laughs> and I mean, like, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I want to hear you, like, the, the rest of your idea of, of what potentially could happen. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's the case, right? Like, for humans, right? If you have an infection in your leg from, like, uh, an arrow to the knee. Sorry, I say an arrow to the knee right now because I just saw this in Into the Badlands. But but basically, if you have a wound to your knee and then a cellulitis infection starts, you need to treat that thing immediately. If you don't treat it, it spreads and can spread out throughout your entire body, cause what's called sepsis, and then you die. So that's my rationale, is that it really only takes one chicken to uh, cause a major injury that will eventually spread. I guess it, it's true, but it's also like a matter of, of like of luck. I feel like if, let's say, uh, that that's like the worst, uh, the best case scenario for the chicken, right? If it's yeah. like a David Bruce Goliath and then he found like, the Achilles heel, which is kind of funny because it's probably just <laughs> the heel. heel. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, if you if, if let's say like the the chicken were to spawn randomly and the and the elephant didn't notice just moved and stepped on it <laughs> yeah, or just also because i'm also thinking like uh aren't elephant skin pretty uh pretty sturdy in that sense oh that's pretty true tough. yeah yeah so, so i only went with with 92 although it's random it's just like well one of them is bound to break through and distract them <laughs> or distract their elephant to to, to the do or something oh yeah that's true <laughs> But yeah, I mean, going back to the other thing, you said the skin is thick. Well, what if they just attack the eye? Can can they jump off? The, uh, like a baby elephant with the eye? Really know <laughs> how mm. high do they have to jump? That's true, huh? Also, by the way, when you said like when they spawn, it just reminded me of like a kill spawn. Like they just show up. And they <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> it's like when you have like a an elephant uh, and a chicken going at it with each other, it's like well. I want to spawn you randomly and drop you from the sky or from here. The other <laughs> argument you make too is what if the elephant just spawns on top of the chicken and there's no chance, right? Yep, exactly. That's why if you have more than one, you have a better chance of succeeding. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next question is toilet paper over or under. So that's talking about when you put the toilet paper roll in, do you want the, the roll to go over, you know, towards you? Or does the, the paper roll under? Oh, behind over. You? Over. Over. And why yeah. is that? I think it's just like a, uh, I have like a, I tend, it's just a habit of rolling, I don't know how to say, it's not clockwise, but just pushing it down or towards me, scooping it towards me versus mm-hmm. pushing it away from me. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I used to, I used to have a preference and then just lately, like I just don't care because either way it doesn't really make a difference. Oh, you know why? Because now I have a bidet. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I don't need to use as much. <laughs> I, I think it's just me being picky. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited. Like when it happens, it happens. And I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. I'll just still use it. But if I have a preference, yeah. I would still do that. Okay. For sure. Yeah, it's actually funny. I didn't think about like, oh yeah, I don't care anymore because I have a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, next one is, is cereal a soup? Why or why not? This no. one's tough. No. Hmm. I don't. I, I, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I don't think I would consider it a soup. I mean, yeah, it's mm. food in a liquid, but I mean, oatmeal is oatmeal soup. Is It's kind of, <laughs> you know? Like, like, yeah, I, I don't consider it a soup, but at the same time, I don't know what's the definition of a soup anymore. <laughs> yeah, but then like, okay, you know those hot cereal packets too? Like when you put it in like hot water, is that yeah, yeah. a soup then? Because it's still cereal true huh i don't know anymore man these questions are so existential this is from the the deck that's called what the heck which is uh it's pretty cool i like these questions that's great yeah they're nice uh but yeah is, is cereal a soup i mean okay so let's so so because i i don't think it's a soup but then i don't know how i would say it's not a soup because like you said what, what is wait what is the definition of a soup let's go to the dictionary I'm look it up right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. A liquid food uh, made by boiling or simmering. Oh, meat, fish, or vegetables. Okay, there you go. Okay. So, so that's it's no. <laughs> okay, because because cereal itself is not meat or fish or veggies, right? Right. Right. Wait, is it? Veggies? Wait. I'm trying to think of like those those fruits that are considered vegetables. Tomato. You're talking about tomatoes. <laughs> No, I'm more than just tomatoes. Um, I can't remember. Well, but yes, 
I Man. guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I feel like yeah, this I could be that. a whole episode in and of itself. Um, let's see. Okay, well, I guess it's not a soup. So, all right. So the last question. Haha, <laughs> this is funny. What would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? <laughs> Man, oh the gosh. randomness really hit uh, hard on specificity for me. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, huh, Tony, what, what are you going to name? <laughs> name him? And we'll see. We'll judge up. We'll be the judge of that. It's funny um, because we did talk about like um, bad names, like names that we wouldn't <laughs> name our kid. Um, so it's kind of funny that that was brought up. Um, I don't even remember what they were. Uh, okay, so so what's the question again? Just to make sure I get the specifics right. Yeah. So, what would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? I guess if uh, uh, if your child's name, I if your child was a, a boy and you named him boy, <laughs> that would be <laughs> say, hey boy. <laughs> it would just be like God of War, where he just calls his kid boy. <laughs> God, that, that guy has like the worst name convention. <laughs> Or there's also um, there's also a real name. I think it's a French name. Um, it's spelled G U Y. So it's pronounced Guy or sometimes Guy. But then mm-hmm. that's a name. Like that's actually a a real possible name. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, it's like hey guy. I'm like that. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> or same thing with like, hey man. But yeah, there's actually Vietnamese people named Man. Wait, but Man? Yeah, Man. M A N. Really? I haven't heard of anybody. What? I know several people named uh, Man really? Nguyen. Yeah. Oh, M-A-N. I didn't know that. Huh. I thought you I know M-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-N-N-A-
it made it, it, the name is made fun of both as an adult and as a kid. That's why it becomes horrible. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess as the gender neutral names where it's a little bit ambiguous are are pretty hard to uh to have. Like like Ashley, that's both a guy and a girl. But mm-hmm. a guy named Ashley may be subject to more like uh um bullying because it's it's traditionally a girl name, right? Right. So it just yeah. ties to Ash. Yeah. Yeah. So Ash Ash Ketchum. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I don't know. What would be a bad? I don't know. That's pretty tough. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I guess. Okay. Well, we'll skip that then, because we had like several mm. different names we talked about. What about a girl name? I guess a girl name that would be pretty bad is Barbie, because then it's always like tied to Barbie, like the the famous you know toy line. That's true. So is, is it? Is it? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Barbie is bad, but I think in these times, Karen is bad. So <laughs> Karen's pretty bad currently, but it yeah. shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I talked to a few friends the other day, and um, they were talking about like you know, uh, this person's such a negative Nancy, and then someone else was like, no, or is it Karen? And I'm like, or Debbie Downer? I'm like, man, why are there so many names that are negative for female? You know? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like who who thought of these? Like it's it's yeah. so weird, yeah. But I I think like on the less serious side, I think uh, names that are based off of like just fictional characters are so famous. Like, would you name your daughter Hermione? <laughs> you know, that's a oh man, it's true. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you you're gonna grow up into a, and be a wizard, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be the top of your class. It would be so funny if that that daughter grows up and actually becomes a, and becomes a magician. Like that would just be funny. It would just work. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, or other names too, like um, like off the comic book characters that have unique names. Like um, I guess I guess like like names that are not names, but they're more like ideas or. Or objects, or you know, things like that. Like, like for example, Ron Artest when he changed his name to Meta World Peace. It's like, oh yeah! <laughs> like, where did why? that come from? I know. It's like, why would you do that? Um, those kind of names, <laughs> but, I think, would be. Well, I, I guess that the name would be. I'm just thinking of that now coming off that. It's like, what if you named your child the cure for for world hunger? Oh my gosh, the cure for oh my gosh. I mean, and then they joined the band the Cure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like it's bad because now there's like a, some kind of meaning tied to the name and then when you do yeah. something that is against that name then it's even more ridiculous like for example yeah. when meta world peace elbowed a player <laughs> in in the in the nba it's like world peace with the elbow to the face i'm like what the heck? <laughs> oh you remember that i remember that really clearly because it was so ridiculous no i don't think i did. Uh, I remember there was a lot of confront, uh, confrontations about it, but it's just like it was just too many. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- those are all five of the questions that I randomly pulled from this deck. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually they're pretty fun. Um, yeah. So, so I guess uh, we can move on to the final lap. Uh, do you have sure. anything to uh, promote? Uh, I mean, don't know if you did it before, but I think that um, the card deck that you had was really fun. Uh, so, if you want to 
promote that and tell listeners where they might be able to get that. Might be good just for like their family hangout or just something in general. Oh yeah, yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. It doesn't have to be podcast. These are just conversation mm-hmm. starting questions. Yeah, which is icebreakers. Yeah, yeah. I have like <laughs> I bought like five of these decks. Like I bought the whole pack. So um, there's nice. a lot of things to to talk about on here. There's one uh, card deck that is uh, just about the would you rather. So I haven't looked at it yet, but you know it's a uh, it's cool conversation starters. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so if you guys want to like check it out, it's at poddecks.com, and I'll put the link in the show notes too. Um, but yeah, I should probably reach out to those guys and then let them know that we've been uh, using it on the podcast. So yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that, it, they did a really good job. I mean, just based on like the five questions, it's essentially what we try to do with like our community questions. But they did a better job, and they they did like uh, many version, many questions of it all in deck. And we could could have essentially used it for our question community questions, but. <laughs> yeah, and the nice thing is that these questions are kind of vague enough that we could put our own spin to it too. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you guys can follow us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, whichever. And uh, but yeah, no time for time travel. Signing off. Heard again. Worth speed. See ya. Bye bye. I love. Come with me if you want to live. I love. I love. I love. I love. I love. No time for time travel.